Yeah, I'm kind of sad that my highest CV Pokemon is a Furret, which we are now going to rename to Roland. What? My Furret. Oh, you mean you haven't done that already? There, I sent you a gift card. I, I have an Alolan uh, Rattata, which, if I have a choice, it'll never evolve. What? Why? Because I think the Alolan Raticate looks stupid. I just have one of each. Oh. But it's so cute with its little mustache. Oh my god. <laughs> In case y'all haven't figured it out by now, we are... Oh, we're, they can't hear it. We've been... Uh, oh. Let's well, transition in so they can hear us. Okay, now they can hear it. Dicks! We've been playing Pokemon Go. Hi, everybody. Hi! I forget, what does it mean if they have a thing behind them? Uh, the blue means you they, they were recently caught. Ah. Uh. Yeah. See, I have a Rattata and a Raticate. What is... No, I have to agree with Vox. That does look doofies. Yeah, compared to normal Raticate. Yeah. yeah. See, Raticate at least looks like, you know, a thing. A Lolan Raticate looks like a, a stuffed hamster. <laughs> Necessary, but was that? But what was actually picked up wasn't wasn't that loud. Uh-huh. I haven't edited it yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, like, look there, right? That's the yes. Oh my god! And then look at my normal talking, and it's not a whole lot different, honestly. This is true. Yeah, mm. it's the joy of uh, having a compressor. Uh huh. So welcome to Unfurled. My name is Vox. I'm Car. I am. I smell like beef. You you always do. <laughs> uh, we are recording tonight of August 9th. It is Thursday, August 9th. It's always Thursday. <laughs> we don't record on a different date. Friday, Thursday after Thursday. Saturday, Thursday without work. Sunday, Thursday before work. Monday, Thursday first day of work. <laughs> It's always Thursday. That's one way to think about it. <laughs> I don't think he's heard of second breakfast, Pip. <laughs> Tuesday, the Thursday with more work. Wednesday, Thursday with crippling depression. <laughs> I mean, I work in consumer-facing tech support, so there are no such things as days of the week, just days I do or do not that, work. That's most of IT, yeah. to be yeah. quite frank. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately. You know. that's It's sort of just how it goes. Yep. yep. Uh, especially when you're like me and you work night shifts and, uh, yeah. The one nice thing about being consumer facing is I never have to worry about that part. I, um, for now, for now. Yeah. I, uh, I can't, uh, I can't deal with night shifts. I, I fucking, 
Uh... See, it's funny. So I used to all the time. And I actually used to love them. Uh, was doing the the overnight sets for when we did like a big merchandising change in the store. Uh, I love doing them because it's like you. It, I mean, they were exhausting, and the window sets at the time were incredibly intricate. Um, but I had the advantage of the time I worked part time, and so I could just say, "And I'm taking the next day off." When I first transferred up to full time and working at the place I am now, uh, I tried to do one of those those merchandising sets. And I was the walking dead for two days. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and that, that right there was when I said, I'm old. I have to do that for two weeks every two weeks. Because when you're in your early 20s. Well, sorry, now three weeks every three weeks. Oh, they did change it. Yeah. Good. Yeah, because yeah, when you're in your early 20s, you can pull that shit off no problem. You could go for like an all-night bender and then get up the next day, have a cup of coffee, and you're good. Oh, I know. We right? used to. That That's how Unfurled used to work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I remember starting at 11 p.m. because or, that's just when we were all together. Or we'd just yep. finish classes, and then we'd randomly get a text from uh, Tal going, hey, do you want to go do X, Y, Z? Sure. Yeah, 3 a.m. fucking Walmart runs. Yeah. Oh, I miss 3 a.m. Walmart. It and is a different Do you beast. remember the fucking the one when we were walking around? Uh, that Walmart, and this guy pops up on the fucking intercom. <laughs> He's like, oh, I just wanted to know how World of Warcraft is treating everybody tonight. And then he just hangs up. And I was like, ah, um, so much opportunity missed. <laughs> I, I think I still have a picture of you in that shirt we found. Which shirt? You, we found like this awful tie dye shirt, and it was clearly like two sizes too small oh. but you got it on anyway <laughs> and it, it was just the most awful looking please like, tell it's me pretty funny you posted that to people of walmart <laughs> no but if i find it i will <laughs> oh did he, no did you still have the long hair then uh yes ah even better even yeah, better i i love my hippie hair I'm glad I don't have it anymore, though. She should just grow it back out. So much savings on shampoo. Not going to lie. Go on. And also, (laughs) I can drive with my windows down without getting whapped in the face by hair. Yeah. It's kind of really nice. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, I still say you should tie it back. Just shave just, it. Just rock it like no, pen. I don't just look like an egg. Yeah, just pen. shave your I head. I will just look like an egg. <laughs> just shave your head. No. Grow a goatee. Yeah, maybe. Shave your but head then, and grow then a goatee. I'll, I'll go around being called whatever his name is from um, Breaking Bad. Heisenberg. That's the one. So? So, listeners, should Vox <laughs> grow a beard? $500 an episode. And I will shave my head and grow a goatee. <laughs> You've heard it here first. You have heard it here first, folks. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. We should start like a GoFundMe. <laughs> so that's that's Patreon.com/unfurled. Get Vox to shave his head and grow a goatee. GoFundMe. Oh my God. Five hundred dollars and Vox. Vox nope. will shave his head and grow a goatee. If he grows the goatee, though, does that suddenly make him evil, Vox or Negavox? Probably. Negavox. Negavox. I mean, I don't see. It's funny. There's a lot of people who talk about like the nega version of whatever. I never played any games or watched any shows where nega blank was a thing. Did you never watch Darkwing Duck? No. Yeah, because there's literally a character that is that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, I Star mean, Trek has like entire story plots based on it. Yeah, but that's the thing is like, so 
I watched, I did watch Darkwing Duck, but only like, you know, the five episodes that were rerun all the yeah, time you, on you caught it YTV. On uh, like, I never played Kingdom Hearts, and I know that that was a thing in there. Yep. Uh, I watched only enough Sailor Moon to know what the Negaverse is. That doesn't really follow that theme. Yeah. Well. Um... And then there was like, and I've watched a lot of Sailor Moon. I mean, there was Sonic and Metal Sonic, but even that's, then, that yeah. those aren't that's like n- that's not the dark half of yourself coming out yeah. or an evil version of you. Uh, I mean, there was Nega Scott in Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim for like two seconds. Yes, yeah. It was in still fact, funny. it was making fun of the trope. Still funny. Still. And like, that's the thing is, it was never really a trope in any of the media that I watched. Video yeah. games, movies, yeah, anything like Neg- that. Nega Duck, that was like huge arc villain. I, I, I watched yeah. the shit out of Darkwing Duck as a kid. I uh, was so thrilled when he showed up in the new DuckTales. My, my big show when I was a kid I was Dog City. Uh, was what? I, Dog City. Dog City was good, too. Oh, I remember Dog City. Yeah, that like Jim Henderson weird puppet slash yeah. animated one. Man, that that is going back. Jim, is it Jim Henderson? Jim, Jim Henson. Jim Henson. Or as it's properly referred to now, Disney. Ah, yeah. Which is basically true of everything. Yeah. Uh, there is a very terrifying infographic about all the shit that Disney owns. Disney owns a fuck oh ton. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, I've, they just acquired Fox, right? Yes, that got uh, pushed through. I think uh, it's like one last little regulatory thing, but it's been basically approved with conditions. Like, they have to break off some of the national channels and stuff. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, or okay. uh, uh, local channels, I mean. Here we go. View. F- no, that's I not mean, let's one. let's face it here, though. Right? I mean, the new Avengers, that was basically just Thanos' Disney. Like, he's literally just, he's got his Infinity Gauntlet and just plopping networks into the, the pieces. Oh, I love that picture. <laughs> the, the Disney Thanos Gauntlet. Yeah. Uh, oh, fuck. There was this the, really great the one. Disney Gauntlet? Uh, there was this really, really, really uh, great visualization of all of the companies that Disney... Here it is. Holy... Fuckball. Okay. Share uh, it with the chat, too. Yeah, I'm going to share. I just got to get the view image instead of this stupid built into the website garbage. Ugh, I hate these like JavaScript picture viewers. But, Tal, it's for your convenience unless you're a mobile user. Your convenience. Uh, image. View image. Here we go. Yeah, it's it's scary oh what they own God. as far as property goes. <laughs> and I think Ooh. this is actually pre-Fox as well. It would be because Fox is brand new and still in progress. Uh, so we're going to put this in so, the unfurled chat. So the image that is uh, that he's talking about is going up in the uh, chat. So if you don't follow us on Telegram, we've got, the, of course, the announcement channel and then the general chat channel, which you can jump into all week, which we constantly pimp. This is a terrifying uh, image. Why does um, it not? Al- I'm a fucking mod. Why does it not allow me to post fucking links? I think it's actually banned for the chat. Uh, I don't know if Except we can I change post that. Links in there all the uh, time. Post it again. Post it again. Yeah, try it again. No, remove any web addresses and try again. Yeah. Oh well. It, it has to be a. It's something stupid like it's approved I, per person or something, right? Because I do shares all the time in there with. Yeah. articles that I saw. So you've got anyway. the entirety of Marvel, and with Fox, they'll own the other half of Marvel. Uh, yeah, the the only bits Marvel is missing. There are many missing. spheres here. Yeah, 
They've got uh, okay. Uh, this many is... many spheres. Yeah, oh, it's shaped like the. Got it. It's so shaped like Mickey yeah, Mouse. So it, all yeah. of the subsidiaries of Marvel. They've got all of Star Wars. They've got Walt Disney Studios, the Disney Music Group, Disney Interactive. They've got their Disney YouTube shit. Uh, they they own Hulu. They own GoPro, Photo Bucket. I didn't know they own GoPro. Oh yeah, they own ESPN. I knew that one. Uh, God, movies anywhere, UTV, fucking, and like, there's a whole bunch of like weird side companies and shit too. Yeah. Oh no, this one is including Fox. So it's got like the FX channel. Oh, yeah, yeah, ESPN. It's got Sky. It's got oh, that's it, a weird... Nash, National Geographic. That's weird to think that Disney now owns Archer. The, yeah, they own. Okay, <laughs> they own A and E, History Channel, yeah. Vice. Yeah. They own Lifetime. They yeah. own ABC. Mm-hmm. They own. Oh my God, ABC Seven News. So all of ABC Entertainment, actually. Oh my god! Yeah. So Disney is a megacorp again. Disney as is far Thanos. as media goes, Disney is Thanos. Disney is one of the. It's like those Japanese, one of those Japanese corporations that own just fucking everything. It is getting us a little bit closer to that nice little shadow run universe, isn't it? A little bit. Well, and that's the thing is, this is actually a lot of how Japan operates. Japanese, there's like. I think there's like four or five megacorps in Japan that own basically all of Japan. Yeah. Right? There's and a there's... reason in Shadowrun that the universe wow. that the, the yen is the universal currency. Yeah. Well and and I don't know. It's just fucking Sphero? It's... They own they own Sphero? Yeah, they, they own fucking everything, man. Like if it's media, Let's they see. own it. Like they own one of the largest YouTube studios on the planet. Now, the nice thing is, is that as a megacorp, a lot of what they do is acquire, financially attach, and then push into its corner and say, keep producing us money. Yeah. And right. Make, a, make scummy, us more money, please. And not us in the, in the terrible, crappy way that EA does, at least. Yeah. Right. So far. Right. They EA don't comes push in. as hard. Yeah. EA comes in and goes, you're going to make us money now, and you're going to make it our way. And the studio is like, but creative we... We were successful doing it our way. And EA goes, doesn't matter. You're going to put microtransactions. And the studio's like, no. Well, I quit. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is Pixar, that happens a lot is that EA will take over a studio and a bunch of the devs quit like immediately. Do not put my phone screen down, please. Scratch the shit out of it. Do it All for fun. the shit that I have seen you do to your phone, do. you toss that thing around like it is a sack of wet potatoes. Not this All one. The f- you just did it not ten minutes ago. You mean when I went like this? Yes, <laughs> just like that. <laughs> if you you will never catch me dead doing that to my phone. I mean, it was on the back, and it's in a case. Physics is still physics. Yeah. Yeah, but to be fair, if it can't handle a six-inch drop, it's it's already broken. <laughs> I mean, we've uh, already heard what this phone has gone through. This so. one, I think, is so, new. Someone in the chat is saying, now do Unilever. Oh. Yeah, no. no. Yeah, yeah they, okay. Yeah, they food. make Axe, Do- Axe Body Spray, Dove Soap, and Basel. Yep. Though, don't notably, those. they don't come from the same factory. <laughs> I, they don't. They don't. See, uh, <clears throat> Procter & Gamble is the other... Procter and Gamble is another one. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, yeah. uh, Nestle is also oh my god terrifying with how much they I, actually own. I actually do try not to buy things from companies Nestle owns, but it is very hard. Yeah, it, leaves, yeah, it, it does be. not leave much left on the shelf oh, in the supermarket. You, yeah, you're basically left with, you know, meat and vegetables. Yeah, anything local, and then you've got certain deli meats. Because they do own a couple companies that manufacture deli meats, including I think Maple Leaf or Schneider. Yeah, they own one of those big they ones. own one of them. And then uh, for beverages, you've got oh my, like nothing, right? You basically yeah. have to go with like the weird unknown brand, <laughs> your do, supermarket brand of cola. Yeah. Well, do they own Crystal Light? I think. Uh, I think they might. Uh, I guess you're just switching to Lacroix. I Ooh. do actually <laughs> like LaCroix, though. <laughs> I've never tried it. Really? I just no. remember your, your thing talking about how it tastes like water that was shown a fruit at some point. Okay, so Crystal Light is owned by Kraft. Is Kraft owned by, Te- <laughs> by <laughs> Nestle? This is the problem. Is the, it's the like Russian owned, nesting dolls of yeah, companies. Yeah, owned by, is owned by, is owned by. A subsidiary uh, of, associated with. Uh, headquarter, yeah, 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 net income. Owner is Kraft Heinz, uh, who uh, is owned by. Oh, they're the parent company. Okay. 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 So Kraft is not owned by Nestle. There you go. Good. So um, you can buy Crystal Light there and you go. Kraft Dinner. Good, because I do buy Crystal Light and KD and Kraft Dinner. Rarely these uh, days. I guess, yeah. So that's. So again, this is one of those ones I was still shocked to find out is that KD is a Canadian colloquialism. Yep. It's don't don't they have craft dinner in the U.S.? They, they do, have they Mac, craft it, mac and cheese. It's always it's called mac and cheese in the states. We yeah. only call it KD in Canada. Yeah, so it, Canada's craft dinner because in Canada to call uh, to call something macaroni and cheese, it has to contain actual cheese, so they can't legally does, call it does, mac does it, and cheese. Does it not? It's no cheese flavored dust. It oh. it contains processed cheese product. Oh, good. Therefore, <laughs> that's my favorite. K fucking D. That that's just like I've been seeing um, in our, our our markets recently. I've been seeing the Kraft Dinner Deluxe uh, packages showing up, which are like the fancy mac and cheese with the Velveeta and with shit the in it. With the Velveeta, <laughs> and my only response to that is, why would you ever want to put Velveeta in your mouth? Yeah, that's that's the American version. Kraft macaroni and cheese. Oh yeah yeah. It's not it called Kraft like Dinner. It looks 20 years old. No. Yeah, it, it's weird and old. Yeah. All of the American listeners, look up Kraft Dinner. Like, yeah. K- Kraft with but a to K. Me it's, it, KD has been such a, like, it's such an ingrained thing, like Kleenex or... Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those learned just, brandisms. Yeah. It's one of those things, like, you, you get Kraft Dinner. That's... That's it's what it's get. called. You, it's KD. Yeah, you know what? Now that I look at the package with the right, you know, frame of mind, the fact that it's Kraft Dinner original... That should be a warning. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so good. Like it's uh, the crack. So yeah, there we go. That's that's the just open the packs. Canadian versus it. American. There, huh. Right there. Exact same product. Just well, maybe exact same. <laughs> maybe. Probably never, less cornstarch in hours. Yeah, less uh high fructose corn syrup. <laughs> <laughs> in the Canadian uh, version. Just load that shit up. Oh man. There's a lot of weird like America versus Canada things. The or, one big or one. Canada versus other countries. That was going to be my stick tonight. Yeah. The the uh, the big one that I never got is how Americans like don't get poutine. 
Like you, that to me, that always seems like that would be the most American of foods. Right? We're gonna take some taters. We're gravy. gonna slap some gravy. And some cheese on it. Yeah, but the thing is, gravy in America means something entirely different. Like, uh, yeah. everywhere I've gone, I'm like, gravy. And they immediately think that white sausage Listeners, gravy. Yeah. The, what like, the fuck is white gravy? That is uh, weird. White gravy is a milk-based gravy? Yeah, it's, it's literally... Like, it, it's milk. It's, it, it's You take butter and flour, make a roux, add milk. Bam, you've got white well, gravy. That, that's, that's a bechamel. Yeah, well, that's white gravy. Well, white gravy, you put sausage in it. Well, that's sausage gravy. Or chicken. Yeah. Or like mushrooms. Can, yeah, and w- with with white gravy, I mean, obviously you season with salt and usually ass loads of pepper. But it's like, you know, but the thing is, we just, like, for us, brown gravy, that's just gravy. It's that, yeah, that's gravy. what you call gravy. Our, our gravy is traditionally beef-based. Yeah, it's brown gravy. It's British But the gravy. thing is, in, in America, they at least... I don't know about everywhere in America, but all the places in America I've been to visit, they call that brown gravy. Like yeah. it's a it's the different, it's the not normal gravy. Which is so bizarre. Yeah. I, I blame the South. It's fucking weird. Right? It's all that sausage gravy and biscuits y'all are eating. I, I yeah. Like so for us, it's it's fries, brown gravy, and cheese. And I mean, cheese fries is already a thing. Yeah, but so you'd think adding salty brown shit onto it would work. Would work. But if you fucking call fries and gravy and shredded cheese or heaven help you American cheese poutine, no. See my note on Velveeta. No. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It needs it, to be. Do you know how hard it has to have cheese curds? You can fuck around with the sauces all you want, but okay. if it doesn't have cheese curds, so. When when Roland and I went to the States to visit a bunch of people, like we did a little tour around and visited a bunch of people in Texas and we visited a bunch of people in uh, Arizona, um, we made them poutine when we were there. Like yeah. I made the I made the gravy. I made the fries. Where'd like, you get the cheese? That's the thing. Do you know how fucking hard cheese curds are to find in fucking Texas? They're hard enough to find here. No, they're not. I can get them at co-op yeah but you still have to look no they're it's not they're, like you're gonna they're usually right there at the front the squeakers package yeah huh. yeah they're, oh, yeah. they're there's not like 14 brands no, okay. of them. I, I guess relative but. to the other kinds of cheese <laughs> that are on the shelf like but but i mean when i went to the states i had to go to a fucking whole foods to find yeah, this okay. shit but like, whole foods is also like they have those in texas anyway but it's yeah, like the they most do. California of grocery stores I've ever oh, been. Yeah. In. Oh yeah. Oh like, my god. I had to go through all the like, you know, it's like cheese, then it's like soy cheese, then it's yep. vegan soy cheese, mm. then it's vegan soy product, and then you get to the fucking uh the one bag of cheese, cheese curds. Like, you know, it, and I'm like, how is this shit not popular? It's cheese. It is little lumps of delicious cheese in bite-sized format. This is the most fucking American food I have ever fucking heard of. Right? You, I've seen pictures of people in the States walking around with just a block of cheese in their hand, <laughs> eating it like a chocolate bar. And I still don't know how they call that plastic shit american cheese and then are proud of it i just i don't and yet velveeta 
<laughs> by first cheese Americans love that shit. Yep. Second, bite size. Americans love that shit. Like, how is this not your national food? So you need to go down there and make ours. it a food. Oh my god! Except <laughs> then you'd have Quebec after you. Yeah. Well, they'd, they'd come after you with sticks. I mean, I just don't think it would sell. You'd have to market it to it, Americans. It would all be about how you market it. Yeah, you'd have to market it properly. Yeah, you know, it'd be sold as you know. Uh, Pocket cheese bites or something. Yeah. And I will say that they don't taste like your standard cheddar. They're a little closer to like a mozzarella. Yeah, like they're, they're a lot more mozzarella, mild, right? Maybe. For like for the Americans who haven't had cheese curds, they're kind of like a mildly saltier mozzarella with a bit of a cheddar flavor. But they squeak your teeth. Yeah, they're they're really good. Their texture is awesome too. Yep. And they don't melt yeah. in, in gravy. Well, they melt slow. Yeah, they, well, really they, slow. They shouldn't fall apart the moment you put hot gravy on them. Yeah, no, they they still stay together. Uh, feta does not count as cheese curds, Coyote Sky. Oh, no, no, feta is a different no. process. Yeah, that is a. It, it's uh, same as um, uh, matzah. Yeah. So if you've ever had like a book on chini, it's probably a little, well, not even. The cheese curds really are their own thing. Yeah. Uh, right. I, I mean, like I said, it, it's kind of like a harder, mildly saltier, cheddar mozzarella in a way. <laughs> uh, Come up here and try some. Yeah, it's hard to describe. Selen Sergal is saying that cheese is too close to cannibalism for him. Ah, with the Sergal <laughs> cheese jokes. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 I fucking uh, on furry IRL. I saw this picture. It's just a picture of a drag. You know that picture that's going around of that dude sitting at the table with the sign in front, like the, the something blah, something change my mind. Yes, yeah. It was a picture of that, except it was a drag, and it's like Vor is a shitty fetish. Change my mind. <laughs> Double entendre. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no the um. Oh, please, like, can we not talk about how ser what circles taste like in the chat? <laughs> Jesus Christ. This could go dark places quickly. Yeah. It's already going dark places. Uh, but I'd rather not think about cheesy flavored people. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tal, I think you had a thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, Why don't we do your thing? Yeah, my uh, thing that made me angry today. Uh bunch of images have been released of the new pixel uh the pixel 3 tech news from google hooray no not hooray Hur hooray not not hooray oh at all i'm Ooh. just gonna go on record right now saying as i know that i have the reputation for being somewhat of the apple fanboy on the show I will also disclaim right now, I love competition. Please, other companies, continue to make devices because oh, yeah. they will only force one another to improve. And here's the thing. Google's continue. trying real hard to, uh, quote unquote, compete, question mark, with, uh, with Apple. And by compete, I mean rip off the worst parts and uh, make them worse, uh, pretty much. So one of the things, one of the trends that's been bugging me in the world of smartphones, uh, of which there are a lot, uh, like headphones, which there's, uh, spoiler, there's still no headphone jack. They didn't put that back. Yeah, that's, it, it's just, just gone forever. Yeah. 3.5 is dead. Long yeah. live wireless. Yeah, no. I own wireless headphones and still no. 
<laughs> the king ha- is dead. Long live the king. Uh, and we're not rehashing the headphone discussion again, so continue. Uh, let me see. I need to pull it up. Because, so, the but yeah, the one of the big trends that has been uh, bugging me in the smartphone world is the notch. The I, notch. I hate the notch. The notch. Oh. And it was like, so it started with the, I think it was the, it was either like the essential phone or like the Motorola, one of those like weird. I, I remember there was a phone that had like it was just like the. the it, it was dim. like it was like this. It was like a, yeah, it was the, just a little camera. It was just a little lip, just a little doot thing for the mm-hmm. camera, and that's it. Uh, uh, it all started with that, and then a couple others did it, and then Apple does it, and then now everyone is doing it. Well, Apple had like the bunny ears. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the only ones. That weren't, were well, that still aren't, are Samsung and some of the, uh, some of the, uh, I mean, uh, you say Samsung doesn't do it, but they've got the weird curved edge on their yeah, screen. Yeah, and I hate that too. And that, I think, follows the same trend. Um, so, these leaked images show the great big fucking notch <laughs> it's huge on the fucking google pixel well, and not only it, it, the it's notch like an, it's like an iphone 10 but the the notch at the top is more narrow it's actually almost like a rule of thirds at the top yeah but it looks like there's still there's, like a, huge there's a huge chin there's a bezel at the, yeah it's so what like, you're it, saying well, is it's got like a bruce campbell there's, chin there's bezel. a giant chin on the bottom <laughs> And a notch on the top. So the whole point of doing something like a notch is fucking is moot. Because they didn't like they wanted they to keep this. <laughs> well, they wanted to keep the stereo front facing speakers, which yeah. I love. Right. That is a great feature. Um, and well, Apple doesn't have stereo front facing. Yes, it does. I see a speaker here. I don't see the front-facing speaker here. Okay, fair point. Yeah, it's they not. Are, they are. It's they stereo, are stereo. It's just setup. not front-facing. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's the thing is, I do like stereo front-facing. My my LG V30. It's one of the very few features that it doesn't have. It still has the single yeah, down, the bottom port downward uh, firing speaker. Uh, though I will say that the single downward firing speaker is better than a lot of the speakers on a lot of phones. Um, but yeah. Huge notch on the top. Like, it's a big fucking notch. And then a giant chin on the bottom. And they still have fairly substantial side bezels. Fucking Which, again, wide. is the whole point, right? Like, the whole point of having the notch was so you have the small amount of connectivity space to allow this display to take up the, yeah. as much of the display like, as possible. Look at how big that fucking notch is. Yeah. yeah no, so, again, so the notch, the notch is, again, for those listening on the radio it's a third like so you've got a third of display and then the notch where the front facing i'm assuming camera and receiver and stuff is and then another third of display it also looks like it's about you know a little bit less than a centimeter deep yeah it's pretty deep like that's that's what bothers me right the one on the the iphone 10 look at the size of the chin on that motherfucker that bottom bezel is insane It, it it makes your phone look unbalanced yeah right it makes it looks like you've taken your phone and accidentally slid it up yeah Okay. You know, other other than aesthetics, CSS, though. IRL, screen position, absolute zero. <laughs> yes, top zero. Like 
It, it's fucking... It's so dumb. Okay. So, pure design considerations aside, I'm just curious. Like, is there anything else? Or is this, this rant purely based on the... that? Why is that chin there? Right? Yeah. You gotta, and the thing is, are awful. there are there any buttons on the chin? No. So it's it is just, literally dead space. It is just There's a speaker. A speaker there. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to assume the microphones are built into that. No, too, the microphones but... are almost always here in this little thing on the bottom for downward. Yeah, this, that would make this more, is yeah. this is never the speakers never or the watch the mic actually be there and the audio quality be is, awful. Uh, right. Anyway, um, Okay, so other than the design considerations, though, what else? Like, is there something else that was pissing you off about oh, this? Oh well, or? so I mean, you got that 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 glorious El Dongolo. That oh, you got that dongle. Oh, uh, look, What's another dongle. dongle? Wait, oh, hey, why, look. They, why is there why more than one cable? dongle? Why why does that? Say oh, that's dongle? the USB OTG dongle. O-T-G. Which I mean, it comes with it, which is nice. On the go, USB on the ah, go. Thank you. Um, and then uh, you got your charging cable. And then you got these, your, your headphones, which, uh, look at that. They're USB-C headphones. Great. Headphones that I can't use on any other fucking device. You know what's funny is you could plug those into one of the new MacBooks. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, I could plug it into any computer with a USB-C port, mm-hmm. theoretically, but then I got to fuck around because the thing is, it's not direct pass through audio. It's like the Apple headphones where there's a DAC in the actual plug. Mm-hmm. So you can't just like plug it into a device and it works. There's actual drivers that have to happen. So. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, everything about this phone is ill-conceived. So my next question then would be. Is this does this thing have a slated release date, or is this like uh, someone grabbed one off of the cart and there's a going uh, on the shelves? These next are week? these are leaked images uh, from one of the manufacturing people. Okay, uh, China. Someone in China grabbed a phone. Yeah, that happens a lot. It it, it it's basically a guarantee. Yeah. Right. Eventually, stuff will come out from China. Yeah. And and it's funny because like they have no honor. <laughs> there, all the comments people are like, can't wait till it comes out so I can get a cheap Pixel too. <laughs> like it, it, it's just, yeah. I I don't know. I can't. Yeah, Even? this Google accelerationist approach in making notches seems acceptable by releasing one that is so horrendously ugly that all other notches seem fine in comparison. <laughs> <laughs> Like and I, I already hate the notch. I, I never liked it on any phone. See, it doesn't bother me because from my point of view, every phone I've had doesn't use the space at all. So yeah, just expanding screens into that space to me that's a gain. See, I actually do really like the way my phone did it. Right? You you don't I don't have a notch, but the top and bottom bezels are fucking tiny. Tiny. Yeah. And just also, a that's really, also very acceptable. All right, just a really equal. nice small bezel on the top and bottom, right? I need I'm going to need that back though. No, nope, it's mine now. Um just a nice small bezel on the top and bottom, which gives you room to put your your camera and your little speaker. And I don't know why they didn't, but on the bottom you can fit a, another front firing speaker, and then you get your f- dual front facing. And there's a lot of companies that are pushing into things like that. Though I do, I am curious about. Uh, I think it's Xiaomi 
that is releasing, they have a phone where there is no top bezel and there's no bottom bezel because there's no front-facing camera. Yeah. Honestly, I'd be fine with that. I mean, I would, but the thing is, we don't take selfies, so we're, like, not 90% of the market. True. Hang to on, be fair, on. we're not 90% of the market in most cases. Um, All right, so, folks, so Tal just admitted he is not a target audience, and he doesn't have a fever. Uh, uh, the thing is, I'm also arguing for a less feature. I'm, I'm saying I'd be okay with a thing being taken away. So that is where I'm willing to concede. Yeah, to be fair, the... Take away the front-facing camera would probably cause as much as an uproar. Yeah. Well, it, it's not possible for the iPhone 10 because it's used for the, the, the facial recognition and everything. Um, though Xiaomi came up with a phone where the front-facing camera pops up out of the top and goes back down. See, that's mechanical components. Yeah. And in anything you hold in your hand for hours a day yeah. and do that too. Anything mechanical needs to stop. Not to mention, with the moving part, a case would be quite hard yeah. to pull off. I've yeah. gotten, I say, I have seen how people treat their personal electronics on average more than enough to know that that is a terrible idea. Yeah. So there, but there are a lot of companies that are focusing on things like instead of do, like there's one where instead of a notch, it's literally like a cutout. So it's just like a hole in the screen. <laughs> See, I don't know if that would just, just annoy me more. Yeah. yeah. See, I would almost be fine. If the screen just went to the top and there just was like a speaker there, as long as the speaker was also like as close to completely covered. Yeah. Right. Um, I could maybe see that being okay. Yeah, I definitely prefer my flat bezels on the top and bottom. Um, uh, I know that like, I don't know. Uh, most of the people I talk to, they're like, yeah, the notch is stupid and we need a better solution that isn't just cut out a chunk of the screen. I mean, and that was that was the one aesthetic thing that f uh, with my iPhone 10 or when these first uh, got announced, I was like, I, uh, I don't know. So I appreciate the fact that it allows, as, as Vox was saying, is I appreciate that it gives you this little bit of extra real estate just to put some of the little snippets of information that otherwise would be dead space. Right? Well, yeah, like the time um, and right, your the time yeah. on the one side. And it the, becomes your logo yeah. bar. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so the, I, I like that. The one thing I will say is this right now is a transitionary period. Yeah. Right? The development on screen technology literally improves Fucking month by month. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? It is moving so fast that phones can't keep up. Well, it's moving so fast that the new screen I got from a LG V30 when it was replaced uh, doesn't have the problem that the original screen had, which is it was a big complaint with the V30s, and that is that the dark performance was very bad. Mm -hmm. uh, showing dark images, you would get this weird grainy pattern yep. on it. Yeah, I think I remember you showing me. Yeah. So, like, pay attention to the, the tech as it changes, because there are screens out there that, uh, I mean, I've been seeing it like CES and stuff. They've got uh, completely transparent displays that once the display comes on, goes completely opaque. Yeah. Right? And, and that shit, shit like that is stuff we couldn't do. That shit is fucking cool. Right? That is the actual, you know, sci-fi feature of you come to your computer, it's a little metal thing, and then a pane of glass. Right, and then you hit a button, and now it's your desktop. Oh yeah. Right. They were displaying it off on like some cabinets, right? So you could see into the display behind the cabinets, and then you hit a button, and it pulls up, you know, your calendar and stuff in yeah. opaque. Yeah. Well, they they already have things like th 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 I mean, they had stuff like that in the nineties, uh, but with not to the same performance. No. no, they had things like those windows, those electrostatic windows, where you hit a button and they yeah, go those frosted. are those yeah. are very popular. 
yeah. in business. I love, um, well, so right, so have you seen Star Trek Discovery? Uh, I don't know which one that is. Uh, it's the, the new series. Uh, aesthetically very similar to the new Star Trek movies, like the okay. ones with Chris Pine and stuff. Okay. See, that kind of aesthetic that they started doing for the Abrams movies, that's the kind of thing I would, like, with the way that all of our, like, commercial technology is going, minus... The, I know what you're going to say, exactly what you're <laughs> you, going to say. You mean you want to use barcode scanners as decor? Okay, barring that very questionable <laughs> and awkward choice of uh, greebles on the bridge consoles. But the, you know what? what I mean? The, hang on, I'll finish I'll first and then I'll let him explain. Um, right, is, is the, right with the, the smooth glass and the, the really like hyper clean... Super futuristic. And, there and, was the, some point, and the Staples laser scanners, the th- UPC That's exactly scanners. what he's talking about. But yep. my, it, what do you know what I mean is like with the UI and stuff they had with everything, right? Because with the way that we're trending now and the way that we're keeping going forward, there was going to be a point with Star Trek where they were going to have to say, look, we can either keep trying to make things look like they thought the future was going to look like in the 60s, in the age of like the pulp, like Asimov and Heinlein and those guys. Or we can actually make it look like what the future is probably actually going to look like, given the way our technology has gone in the last uh, however many years, right? I mean, even TNG, which they definitely cleaned it up and made it look a lot more futuristic, still seems adorably dated by now, right? Yeah. Even though Lacars is cool. That was actually, uh, it was, uh, I was, I've been watching this interesting series of videos called Defunct Land. Oh, uh, I've been seeing those pop up on my yeah, recommended they're, list. They're actually really interesting videos. But there is one where he's talking about Euro Disneyland and one of the things that they did with uh, Future World. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Future World has a problem. Yeah, and a big one. The, the future always arrives, making Future World yeah. present world. It's why Future World and um, uh, U.S. Disneyland is actually gone. Yeah. Because... It was the future world of the 50s. Yeah. So what they did in Euro Disneyland, and th- this is the thing, is it's sad that Euro Disneyland didn't didn't work uh, because one of the things that they did was actually kind of brilliant. They changed Future World and turned it into Discovery World where they took the work of, um, uh, fuck, the guy who did 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, um, Jules, Jules Verne. Verne. They t- basically took... They built a world based around the future as imagined by people like Jules Verne. Mm-hmm. So more airships, yeah, airships and steam pipes, and it was very steampunk, actually. Yep. And so basically, what they did is they fixed the problem by making it a future that would never arrive. Yes. Right. And I thought that that was super interesting because the thing is you can speculate about sci-fi futures a lot, right? There's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of really good culture built around. Oh yeah. Um, There, you know, you have like, oh my God, so many TV series based on it. Mm -hmm. But the thing is the future always catches up with them. Right. The, and I find it, very and almost usually almost more interesting watching old sci-fi and seeing the future as imagined by people in the 50s 60s and 70s Mm -hmm. right that is really interesting it is i love that stuff like that to me 
is like I love it because some of it you're just like holy shit that's the world we live in right now like you read Snow Crash when the fuck was that written like 1981 or some shit uh, I need to figure that out. I need to pull that up. Uh, Snow Crash. Tal taken out of context. Yeah. As long as we don't uh, go and catch up with the 40K universe, I think we'll be okay. Okay, sorry. Snow Crash was written and uh, published in 1992. Okay. Snow Crash features a massively networked world in which people log into virtual reality to play games and entertain themselves and hang out in a world much like uh, VR chat. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the internet, but. Uh, and the corporations have completely taken over the world mm -hmm. to the point where the corporations fought the U.S. government to become sovereign. So you don't live in... Uh, you don't live in the United States, though the United States still does own some land. There is some federal land, uh, but most of the land is owned by private companies. I want to live in Coca-Cola. Well, yeah. So you'll have uh, you'll have um, you you're like the main character hero protagonist is a citizen of Mr. Chow's Ultimate Chinese something. Like you know, you've got. That's absurd. Uh, you've got a bunch of uh, you got a bunch of places that are owned by the mafia, who serve pizza. That's of racist. Of course they do. So you'll work for the mafia as a pizza delivery driver. Yep. Uh, yeah, and these separate areas, right? So you're you're uh, they call them like uh like uh burb enclaves or whatever mm -hmm. will be owned by one of these companies and you'll be a citizen of that company yeah like instead of a citizen of the united states and it's really i don't know and like that's the thing is we are definitely heading into a universe where we almost already have like private corporation citizenship in a lot of ways especially online especially online we do uh, we already have the massively networked world. Yeah, it, it just keeps getting more and more interconnected. Yeah. Uh, there's drones, like self-piloted AI drones in this that are used for security and espionage. Mm -hmm. yep. There is, uh, it, like, and, and you got the whole VR thing, which is based on a headset and gloves. Yep. Right. And this is written in fucking 1992. What did yep. Ernest Klein write Ready Player One again? That was... Oh, that, that was recent. That yeah, was... no, it was what, 2011 was uh, Ready Player One? I will find out in a second here. Ready Player One on Wikipedia. Yeah, 2011. 2011, okay. So, so. and that's, that's the thing. That's the reason I like looking at the, the past sci-fis and stuff, because it's not the text that they looked at and, you know, have arrived because as soon as that happens, their version is dated yep. and yeah. often doesn't hold up to your expectation. Yeah. It's the things that they imagined that can't arrive or, you know, the technological twist didn't yeah. go in that direction. Oh, the things that back then were thought to be impossible. Like, yes. it's just sci-fi stuff. Don't right? worry about Autonomous it. Autonomous robots serving you tea and coffee. Yeah. Right. Well, fuck, there's like 
a hundred hotels that well, do that shit. Now. There's there's yeah. that whole documentary thing, the how Steve how William Shatner changed the world. It's a it's a good documentary. And how cell phones as we know it today happened because of 1970s Star Trek. Yep. Right. The concept of just this portable communication multifunction device that everyone just had. Yep. Was thought to be just bullshit science fiction garbage same thing with james bond right mm -hmm. when he had that fucking it was like that tiny little thing that he just opens up and it was a communicator that he used to talk to people they were like oh that's the, just the, the shoe phone was yeah uh, steven the, smart or, or no not the shoe phone this is smart. this was uh uh pierce brosnan uh uh, like in in the Pierce Brosnan era, there there he had this device. It was basically what would amount to a modern cell phone today. Yeah, that and would people, have been the era of the the clunky phones. Well, that was yeah. Golden Eye, and yeah, yeah, and people were like, yeah, no, that's just spy shit. Like never happened. Yeah, and right. then and I mean, we even, we have this. Even the medical tricorder. One of the things they go over in uh, the documentary and has only oh. gotten more and more uh, real is. There are things you can plug into your phone now and you can scan your body. Yep. Right. Mo a lot of phones have the ability to get your, you know, heartbeat and uh, yeah. oxygenation. Modern, like modern phones, a yeah. lot of modern I am devices. currently wearing a smartwatch. Yeah. yeah. The Apple Watch can monitor basic vitals. But they've got um, devices that'll do more intensive scans. Yep. Um, today, oh, yeah. right? Ooh. Well, uh, like, I mean. Yep. He's full of bullshit, when was Captain. when was the fucking CT scan invented? Because um, I don't know. It's cool though, that's for sure. Well, um, like all of these things, uh, CT scan, X-ray, yeah, computer time, blah blah blah. Because I mean, was... X-rays have been around for a long time. Um, but X-rays have been around a long time. Yeah. Um, Someone accidentally at first, but. Uh, History, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, radon they, transformation. Because they had X-rays, I think, in the in the interwar period. I think yeah, it was when they first the first commercially viable CT scanner was created in 1972. Yep, yeah. So that yeah, was yeah. that was pre-original Star Trek because yeah. that was like what 69 no, no, no. or Star something. Star Trek was uh, 69. Was it? Yep. Yep. Somewhere in there. Uh. I want to. Yeah, trust me. I, I am, I am a colossal nerd. You're, you're confident it's sixty nine. I'm, I'm. It's either sixty seven or sixty nine. Uh, Star Trek: The Original Series. More at Wikipedia. No, not StarTrek.com. I I need more at Wikipedia. There we go. Uh, nineteen sixty nine. Yeah. Oh wait. Oh yeah, nineteen sixty nine. Uh, apparently, do not question my nerd. I cred. have like sixty six and sixty eight listed here, though. Uh, it was it was like pitched and then aired and then it, it, yeah. Honestly, the original Star Trek series was not looks like commercially it, successful. Yeah, it looks like it began starting production in nineteen sixty six. That could also be just when it was first proposed. Yeah, well, that's when pr that's the production company that worked on it uh, since nineteen sixty six. Oh yeah, no, my apologies. Yeah, so it's sorry. Sixty nine is when it ended. Oh yeah, so, so. original, yeah, original release, nineteen sixty six. Yeah. Okay, and they ha in that Star Trek series, they have beds that you lay on that will scan you and tell you what's wrong. Yeah, 
The CT scan was invented in 1972. Yep. No, it was commercially viable in 72. Yeah. But you Big know difference. What, but that's the thing is like hospitals did not have this tech. Yeah. And a lot of people thought that the concept of just a bed that scans you and tells you what's wrong. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Right? And now it's like, uh, I was having mild problems with a thing in my throat. I laid down on a bed and they scanned me and told me what was wrong. Like, I don't know. I just, I think that shit's fucking crazy. It is. It's super cool. And it's why I love watching the development of technology. Oh, yeah. So well, I don't know, the, but the fiction that then right, so things like right uh, Heinlein, Asimov, uh, Gibson, right these these authors, um, right you read their stuff nowadays and it seems incredibly dated or like kind of a well duh no kidding, but that's because their works have become so ingrained in our just everyday culture and society like the the basic ideas of all of their stuff. But when those stuff got written, it was absolutely like the. Whoa, yeah. man. Could you, uh, like, it, it was originally proposed back in, like, the 1920s. There was some guy who was talking about how uh, he imagines a world where people will play games using electricity. Mm-hmm. And since electricity moves so fast, there should be a way where people will be able to play games instantaneously with each other over large distances. Yep. This is like the 1920s that this guy is saying this shit. You know, yep. back when electricity was first invented and the concept of a light bulb was kind of cool. And this guy's like, yeah, we'll be able to use this to play games with each other over large distances. Yep. And yeah, and then like later on, it was proposed again in the 1950s when we had actual digital signaling technology, proper digital signaling, TV and all that. And this guy was talking about a kid playing chess with someone uh, like he's in Missouri and he's playing chess with someone in like uh, in Seattle kind of thing. Yep. At using electricity to tell you when and. People were people back then when they heard about it, they're like, Well, you could, I guess, because like the concept of sending a signal that would do a thing. Well, they had telegrams for a long time. Oh, yeah, and the telephone was showing but up. They're, but they're like, Man, that's an awful lot of work just for a game. Like, nobody yep. would do that. <laughs> and now you it fools. is a you fool. Now, not only is it, is it a viable pastime. But millions of people make money doing it. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. Yeah. Yeah. Like playing games with each other over large distances is a cultural standard. Yep. It's a staple in society. I mean, hell, a gay black furry is, I think right now, the world's best, I think it was Dota player? Uh, No, uh, he's a a Street Fighter. Street Fighter. You're talking about Sonic Fox. Yes. Yeah. So... Yeah. So yeah. Oh, that the world shit. in which we live. Yeah. And like that's the thing is it's hard to imagine that like, you know, and that's uh, a lot of it too wasn't even necessarily mind-blowing either. A lot of it was like people were like, "Well, why? Why would yeah. you ever well, do that's that?" That's just it. The thing that makes it so interesting to look at is because in the time it was conceived, it was not only unusual but alien. Yeah. Right? And, and like it, it was unusual but not unfathomable. Like no. again, the concept of playing games using electronics with people hundreds of miles away. I mean, people were, people were playing like, chess by mail. Yeah, like that's the thing. People were like, "Well, yeah, you could they do were. that." And they're like, "But why? Just play chess with someone there." 
right? You know, it's like when the computer was first invented, like with, you know, Wozniak and Gates in them. It's like, like Wozniak is like, oh, yeah, I'm going to make personal computers for people to use in their homes. And businesses are like, you know, businesses weren't going like, watch a computer. No, right? They, they said, already had them. Yeah, they were like, well, what do you need such a fancy calculator for? Yeah, they're like, what, are, what is somebody going to use this glorified calculator for in a house? That doesn't make sense. Why would no one's going to do that? You know, it, it's so I, I see that. And like, I always get a little leery when I hear people going like the, but why would you do that? That doesn't make sense. Like, uh, I think it was Adam from your movie sucks. He was talking about after earth. Right. And he mentioned on this thing, there was, it was just this metal box and the label was a holographic projection. Yep. Right. And he's like, that's stupid. That's like, that's a lot of effort for something dumb. Nobody would do that. A printed label works just fine. And on one hand, it's really easy to go, well, yeah, it's just a label on a package. No one's going to use holographic imagery. But the thing is, we might. Because well, we said similar things about a lot of technology. We already sort of do. There is a lot of labeling, especially in uh, like warehousing and, and uh, store shelving, that is all uh, e-ink. Yep. And pages, ARFID. Right. Yeah, and well, ARFID. Yeah. Right, so eye beacons. Yep. Yeah. So right. you, you we're, have we're on the way. Like so I'm still excited for someone to break the color e paper problem. So right now you can go on Adafruit and you can buy a three color e ink display to plug into your Raspberry Pi. Uh it doesn't work very well. No, and that like it's infant technology right now. Yeah. But I mean, it's the same thing of, uh, right, you've got your good old-fashioned 1984, whatever it was, classic Game Boy, with its wonderful black and green screen. Four colors. And then now, right? Not four colors, four shades. Yeah. And then now you've got the displays that can show this glorious purple shirt of mine in crisp, glorious color. Yeah, right. right Millions of colors. Lovely. (laughs) Our lovely yellow styrofoam. I am am contrasting so wonderfully right now. We we need to fix this. I am... Quite badly. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So that's that's why like the tech that's gonna take over the world, I think, is the tech where people are looking at it right now and going, What would anyone ever have a use for that in their house for? You mean like the notch? Boom! Bringing it full circle. Well, and see that—that's the thing—is social constructivism's a, a problem that if the notch becomes the thing people accept. It'll just stay. Yeah. And then getting rid of it will be hard. Yeah. I'm watching the steam rise from Tel Well, ears. No, and the, 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 the notch is not quite what I'm talking about. Because the notch isn't like a, what could anyone have a use for that for? I'm talking like 3D printers, actually, would be a good example. All right. There's still a lot of people that are like, what possible use could that have? Right. Why would you want a 3D printer? Why would you want a mini manufacturing device in your house? Yep. Right. Yeah, I really don't think that anyone who's ever seen Star Trek is actually saying that. They're just waiting for the technology to get to the point of a fucking well, replicator and, in Star Trek. Yeah, and it is very Rough. young infant technology. But you know, it, it's the same thing with like printers. People said the same shit about owning a printer I in your own house. I'm just waiting for when I can go over there and I can say, "T Earl Grey, hot, you motherfucker." I'm gonna make. <laughs> If I, if that ever happens and I can get a hand in the manufacturing, mine are going to burst into flames <laughs> to anyone who asks. 
T Earl Grey hot. The the nozzle sticks down, points at you, and just fires and fires scalding hot Earl Grey tea. At While you. screaming uh. in a very hoity accent, you are not worthy. Yeah, no, I, not not even that. It's just like ah! as it's spraying at you. Uh. <laughs> so I think Car, you had a thing you were going to talk about. So I had two different stories that I was going to. I was waffling between, and I basically got in the chat two and a half votes for one and one and a half votes for the other. So, so it sounds like they? you have a clear winner. So, sort of. Anyway, so uh, the slightly more political one is the hilarity, we'll say, going on between us and Saudi Arabia. Oh, goody. The yeah, largest that story one. that most people have talked have been talking about a lot, and this was the one that got the two and a half votes. Uh, is Alex Jones getting swiftly booted off of anything <laughs> and everything platform? Uh, to be honest, I think the Alex Jones one's going to be pretty quick uh, now that I'm actually here and not just ranting into the, my mic in general. I mean, it's um, funny. Yeah, just cover it real quick. Yeah, pretty much. Give people an update. For those of you who do not know or have not heard of Alex Jones, congratulations. You're not missing much. Um, honestly, short story, he's an asshole. Uh, basically, he is a super crazy conspiracy nut fueling person who uh, actively fuels all kinds of government conspiracies or well, uh, conspiracy theories uh, while between stories shilling all variety of health yeah, and really survival weird. products yeah. in a strange dystopian Amway type infomercial between his Is it stories. actually vector marketing? No, I think no, that's no. the only thing missing from making it Amway. Oh, okay. But it's it is vector marketing in the sense that it all vectors to his pocket. Yeah. Um, but basically, it's um, uh, recently he's been kicked off of basically every social media platform that he had things on. It started initially with uh, YouTube removing one or two of his episodes, and then the rest of them, and he was followed swiftly by uh, iTunes, Google. Uh, Amazon, uh, whatever, uh, Twitter, I think I'm missing one, Facebook, shut down his page. Um, now, I've said before, I am absolutely an advocate of free speech, whatever form that takes within your country. Um, the thing I've also pointed out is that free speech does not release you from the consequences of that shit you're saying. Free speech only makes it so the government can't arrest you. So two points to that is first, YouTube, Facebook, etc. is not the government yet. <laughs> Thank God. Though they are trying. Though they are trying. Um, the second is that your free speech stops when active harm is starting to happen to other people. It's the reason you can't yell fire for no reason in a crowded theater. Um, because the thing is that some of the conspiracy theories that Alex Jones have been peddling are some pretty heinous shit. And I'm not just talking about the, oh, 9-11 was an inside job or things like that. The one that really has actually just finally been the nail in the coffin is, and, and getting traction, is that the Sandy Hook shooting, which occurred uh, about five years ago now, was a hoax. Yep. Uh, Alex Jones has been claiming that it was a false flag operation. Uh, well, what false flag means, for those who don't know is that a government or whatnot will deliberately have a bad thing happen and then blame someone that they want to blame so that they can then have... Uh, traditionally, in the past, it's used to have a, for a 
a cause for war against another country or another duke or whatever. Um, but basically he was saying that the Sandy Hook shooting was a massive false flag operation. Um, to be honest, I don't want to go into deal because I don't want to give any sort of credence to this bullshit. Like, kids died. People's lives were ruined, utterly destroyed. And then it didn't stop there because then the conspiracy bullshit that he was touting and made people believe then had other people that were listening to his show harassing, uh, making death threats to, etc. the parents of these people who had lost their children. Their fucking kids were slaughtered and then they had to put up with being harassed and chased and doxxed and have hate mail and death threats because these nut jobs who were listening to this fuck Alex Jones were thinking that these people were complicit in some sort of a government conspiracy. And then this is the same guy who thinks that the the, the the government wouldn't even be capable of handling a healthcare system, and yet somehow is able to come up with this incredible, elaborate, child-killing false flag. I just, it's so it, basically right now is that he's trying to uh, now pursue basically counter lawsuits. He's been sued by basically every family of all of or all the survivors of the Sandy Hook shooting um, for defamation and just the enormous amount of shit. Oh yeah. He has put oh, yeah, through. Absolutely. It's a slander suit. It's, it's utterly awful. And just, that's basically what, what's happened there. I would, that's essentially what's going on with that one. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I don't know this whole thing with Alex Jones getting banned. Uh, I am not a big fan of the internet's, proclivity to unperson people and then just decide you don't get to say things on the internet anymore um and while yes youtube and facebook and them are private companies i've been making the argument for a long time that they basically serve as the modern version of a town square yep at this point they are community hubs I feel like they've transcended well beyond just being private organizations. And I think that they should also have to follow the same rules the government does when it comes to speech. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely, dis well, despise is a strong word. I think Alex Jones is actually kind of fucking hilarious. He was hilarious and just uh, like ha ha laugh right up until the point where he was getting again these people who have already been through probably one of the single most traumatic events that a person and, can experience. And that's the thing is that absolutely that is actual slander and it's illegal, right? That is a thing. He has a journalistic thing and he's saying outright lies about people. Absolutely he should be charged for it. Absolutely, he should have to pay a fuckload of money for it. And that's the thing is, to me, that is where the discouragement for saying things like that should stop. Is that what you said is illegal. You're getting sued for a fuckload of money for it. Uh, your advertisers are pulling out. Okay. Uh, beyond that, banning them from a platform does not sit well with me. Um, I don't know. Like the, I think that demonetization would have been enough. Except the thing is, Alex Jones makes all of his money from the sell sales of all of his. 
bullshit products. Well, and I mean, that's the thing is you're never going to stop stupid people from buying stupid things. You're no. ne- you're never going to stop it. And uh, like if he wants to sell shit to stupid people, fine. Uh, it's if he's going to say stupid shit about people, be prepared to get sued and lose the money you've made selling shit to stupid people. Right. Like it, people need to learn how to edit what they listen to a little bit better than they yeah. do currently. Oh, that skill has long since um, disappeared from the and public. Alex Jones isn't the only one who does shit like this. No. Um, there's lots of people who use uh, scummy vectors for marketing. Um, uh, someone similar, though, he's not quite as conspiracy theorist, would be uh, Peter Popoff. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. I've heard of him. Sal, have you ever heard of Peter Popoff? No. So Peter Popoff was most famous for being one of those TV evangelists back in the day, right? And he would have these shows where, you know, he'd he'd go through a crowd and call out people's names and tell them what's wrong with them and, you know, spirit heal them. Oh. Well, he got caught out in public by James Randi, who's a man that I actually admire quite a bit. His his level of skepticism is well-placed. Um. So he he got caught. He was publicly revealed, uh, basically, you know, sued, vanished, disappeared for a while. Well, he's still going with his bullshit. Um, You'll get letters from his foundation with things like, uh, you know, if you just make a donation of X, whatever to this, to us, we'll send you a, a pouch with holy water powder in it. And and you know yeah just add charms and, yeah just add water right, bullshit like that if you if you want to see some um, I know Ashens and uh, Mike Jevons on YouTube have both gone over letters they received from Peter Popov those are yeah. both hilarious um, yeah yeah it's it's really funny and, and that's the thing I think it, John Oliver did him too actually yes yeah. he did yeah in detail it is, that was actually what made him start and then have to stop the the Church of it hasn't something oh the the Church of the Whatever it was. Yeah, he actually had to stop it for some reason or another. I yeah. don't remember what reason they gave. It probably ran its course, to be honest. Yeah. But, uh, and, that, and that's sort of what I'm getting at is like, there's a lot of people who do a lot of scummy things. And honestly, uh, and, you know, a fool and his money are easily parted. Sure. But here's and the I, thing is, I, like, honestly, if you're getting caught into scams of colloidal silver and holy water powder, you don't, you don't deserve the money you have. But sure. in, in the point of what, what I think Carr is trying to say is, we also need to be able to link um, inc- incitement. Yes. Right? And that's what this has become. And well, and, the problem and, is that's hard over a digital medium. Yeah. Well, and that, that, that's why I was talking about things like, you know, the like, for example, the slander. That's already illegal. Yes. And hit them at that point, right? Fine. Uh, you know, when it gets to incitement, absolutely, that is illegal. The problem is you can't claim it's incitement when all you do is put up a video and someone else watches it and goes and does something in a reaction well yeah. right that's not yeah and that's that doesn't problem. match what alex jones has not been explicitly saying harass these people alex jones has not been saying you know kill and, all these terrible government agencies and and that the, gets into the other argument of is a creator responsible for things that his fans do right and that is a very a touchy it's broad a broad area very very hard question to answer yeah because you know it things like uh, who was it? There was that guy who uh, 
Like, I mean, well, there isn't just one. There's lots of people who've completely misinterpreted shit the creator have said and gone off and done something absolutely crazy. Yep. Right. It's happened again and again throughout history. Right. Uh, you know, crazy people who think that, you know, it, like you get crazy stalker people who like misinterpret some song as actually being about them. And then they go and fucking uh, kill John Lennon or some shit like and, and that's the thing is you, you can't hold the creators responsible for shit that their fans do on their behalf when they're not telling them to do it. Um, but, uh, and, but again, that said, I'm not saying that there's no recourse. Like there's a lot to be said, like the guy's straight up lying about a lot of things and that is slander, right? Which you can't do and you can easily be sued. All right. The guy, I know it was a big deal when he was losing a bunch of his sponsors because he did lose a bunch of sponsors. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, and it pissed him off a lot. Right. So, you know, I think that there is recourse that isn't just, you know, like I mentioned before, just unpersoning them and you're not allowed to talk. Right. Like I am an advocate for free speech and I'm an advocate for speech, free speech on platforms like YouTube and Facebook as well people say that they're private organizations but i still hold the argument that they have transcended that status and should be held accountable to uh, to the communities that they are now i i'd agree with you but at the moment they don't yes and so if we're talking specifically just about the way things are then absolutely there's no problem the thing is, I don't think that the way things are are the way things should, should be. be. Yeah, yeah. And if things are the way they should be, in my mind, YouTube wouldn't be able to just ban him. However, the specific videos that are things like slander, yeah, take those yep. down because that's illegal. That's illegal, right? Uh, things that could be even, you know, peddling shit that it, drugs that are not, uh, you know, uh, that are not approved by the FDA. That's illegal. Take that shit down. You can't. I mean, you say it's illegal, you, but well, it's, but the thing is, it's really not. Uh, it, it depends. It depends how you frame it. Should be. I don't uh, know. The very fact that in so many American ads I hear, and this product has been approved by the FDA, tells me that obviously there's products that haven't been that are still being sold, and that must it, not be illegal. It's called holistic medicine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh but, my okay, god. So my point was right. My and again, just to so we're not going around in circles around the, this whole thing because absolutely like. I hear what you're saying with the the free platform, and I do hate seeing people get banned just for saying something that doesn't agree with a narrative or the status quo. Right, and I do agree that YouTube should not have a preferred narrative. No, right? and, and, and they absolutely shouldn't be. They are far too large at this point, and they become far too integral with world, yeah. so, never mind Western society, world society. But the thing is that, I mean, the shit that has been coming out of Alex Jones' mouth is hateful. It hasn't. It has absolutely incited violence. Full stop. Like it is, you can see the evidence and the charges that have been laid to the people who actually carried it out. It yeah. has become a point where it is overtly destructive. It's not. It. We're not talking about Logan Paul being a dumbass and making other stupid dumbasses try and <laughs> copy his shit. We're not talking we're, about some tasteless. Which is cancer. Yes. Yes. And don't get me wrong. I do not like him in the slightest. I, I I think he is a completely tasteless, uncreative hack uh, who, again, deserved every ounce of flack he got for filming that yep. body. Uh, um, he didn't get banned, though. No. 
notably. Right. But again, exactly. But I do not think he needed to get banned. I think that he deserved to lose every last follower, sponsorship, et cetera, that he lost. Yeah. Well, and and that's sort of what I'm getting at with Alex Jones, right, is does he deserve flack? Absolutely. Does he deserve punishment? Absolutely. But but that like what I'm getting at is that just banning someone off the platform is a dangerous road to go down. And we should be very careful going down that road. Mm-hmm. Right. I the would, people I would say that we've been pretty careful the, because he's been allowed to spout his shit for as well, long as he has. The people who've been harassing those people, those people deserve jail. Right. Alex Jones really can't be held accountable for the things that his followers do, which while that sounds like some cop out shit. To do it a different way would inevitably result in very bad unintended consequences. Well, that's that's just it, right? Is we're talking about an extreme case. Yeah. But punishment on what followers do in your name could be taken to all kinds of other levels. Exactly. And and, and it's it's what you do in these awful extreme cases that really defines how things will be handled in the rest of the cases, right? In the case of Alex Jones, it'd it'd be very easy. Like it'd be very easy for me to be like, this guy's just a fucking crazy fuck who's scamming people. Get him off the website, right? It'd be very easy to say that, right? I, if Alex Jones stopped producing videos tomorrow would not miss him at all. The dude can get fucked. I haven't liked Alex Jones ever, right? He like, I, and, and I don't get understand why a lot of the conservative followers that he have like him because he's also goes after megacorps and shit all the time. Like that's all the that's all the world order conspiracy. Oh yeah, he's, categories. Yeah, too. and he's like, I don't know. The dude's just like one of those colloidal silver nut jobs, right? Like, yeah, you know, he he's fucking stupid. Um, but. That said, again, it's like, I, I don't know. I don't, I do not like the idea of banning someone off the platform. I just, I, I can't get behind it. And you'd have to be a lot more of a problem than Alex Jones before I started agreeing with you. When you, when you get to the point of like literal Hitler or isis guy going let's actually kill yeah, some actual people incitement to violence Th- okay such. yeah absolutely ban them immediately right actual incitement of violence banned actual in- bullying uh, and again that it'd have to be taken on a very case-by-case basis because bullying is very different depending on who you ask but like extreme cases of actual hurtful bullying like consistent harassment, absolutely get that off the platform. So would you qualify the kind of shit you're spouting about your dead kids that makes you have to move more than half a dozen times and you can no longer visit the grave of your child? I'd call that pretty fucking harassment or pretty fucking extreme harassment because that is what some of these families have had to do because of the shit that has been coming out of his mouth. How much of it, too, is Alex Jones? Because there's Alex Jones wasn't the only one saying that. Yeah, but Alex Jones is the one that has the platform. Right? It, I mean, not even though there's there's been a bunch of people saying similar things. Even Fox News was feeding into it with that uh, crisis actors thing, right? So and like it was so it wasn't just Alex Jones, right? So you can't really lay the entirety of of what happened at his feet. As much as I guarantee you, he definitely contributed to the problem, 
Um, but I, I, I still can't get behind making someone responsible for the actions of the people that listen to them. Um, unless it's like direct orders or directly saying, go do this. Right. If he's just saying these people are liars and then steps out of the room and then the people are like, yeah, you're a liar. They all go ape shit and do something awful. Well, those people are the ones that did it. Right. He just called them a liar, which is a different problem. That's slander and libel, also illegal, which you can go after him and sue him for. And those videos should be taken down. Uh, but to completely ban from the place is not really okay with me. Right? And that's sort of what I'm getting at. It's like you can hit him for a lot of other things. Right? And you can hit him legally. Uh, but I don't agree with just banning people off the platform. I, I don't know. I think I think he's scum, and I think that all these companies have made the right decision in this case. Uh, he's I, I really definitely did. scum. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I think they have absolutely made the right call. And again, as in that note of it has to be an extreme case, a lot of people would argue that it took them far too long, again, because a lot of the damage has already been done to these families. Yeah. So, yeah. And again, but, we're talking about one extreme case versus an idealism. Yes. Right? We're, we're actually sort of arguing two different scales. Yeah. So... Yeah, I, right. and like when I'm talking about it, I don't agree with banning people off the platform. I'm not saying they shouldn't have banned Alex Jones. I'm saying in general, this is something that we shouldn't do at all, right? Yeah. Or at least hastily. Yes. Okay. Um, what was the other one? The oh, other yeah, one. Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was our short one. Yeah, well, it was supposed to be. So the other fun one is, uh, in case you've missed it, uh, Basically, our country has grown grown a pair of balls that most of the Western world hasn't even been able to grow. And told Saudi Arabia to and fuck off. And we told Saudi Arabia to fuck off. So, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, a wonderful little country that uh, controls most of the uh, Middle Eastern Arabian Peninsula. Um, and barely allows women to drive. Yeah, so it's got a... Um, We'll say a spotty human's rights record. Uh, in fact, just uh, two days ago, there was a crucifixion in Mecca. Uh... Yes, you heard me right. An actual crucifixion fiction. Crucifixion. Uh, <laughs> I just, no, that's a different website. Uh, so, <laughs> Canada last week, we kind of put out a formal statement or a semi-formal statement that was criticizing the um, Saudi Arabian government's treatment of a bunch of women that were being held and detained not just women. There's a uh, reporter. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, there's was a, a set of reporters that were being detained. And we publicly said, basically, this isn't cool. Yep. Saudi Arabia reacted. Uh, uh, reacted Iraq's a different country. They reacted. They uh, erected. <laughs> rather um, unpleasantly. And immediately started calling out Canada on all sorts of bullshit. Like our suicide rate or our homeless rate or things like that. Saudi Arabia, yeah, calling us out on human rights abuses and standard of living and societal downfalls and things like that. To which we replied, "Look, we appreciate that you that we are not perfect and we are doing our best." Oh yeah, they were also calling out uh, like things like our record on uh, indigenous. Uh, peoples and things like that. Uh huh. The country so, that doesn't let women drive is saying that we have human rights problems. Yeah. 
So Fuck anyway, miles of so to which we replied, yeah, we're not perfect, but essentially in the most diplomatic way you can, but at least we, you know, let our women drive, basically. Yeah. Um, so this has actually become uh, kind of a pretty big spat between us and uh, and Saudi Arabia in the last few days. It's actually become something of a combination PR diplomatic war. To the point where uh, a uh, Saudi Arabian student group put up a picture saying basically uh, that uh, something along the lines of like, if you go searching for problems, you might not like what you find. And it was a picture of Toronto with the CN Tower and all that and an airplane. Yep. I was getting that one. <laughs> so, and here's the thing is, right? The, the, the war basically diplomatically has been stepping up rapidly. Um, Saudi Arabia has kicked out all of the Canadian diplomatic staff as persona non grata. No longer welcome. Mm -hmm. uh, they have revoked all of their scholarships for Saudi Arabian students that are studying in Canada and forcing them to go to other countries. They have revoked uh, medical licenses for any Saudi Arabian medical uh, like students or doctors that are currently practicing in Canada. And again, compelling them to go to other countries. So we stepped our bar game and say, all right. This is this is going more than far enough. Um, again, continuing to and now more actively condemn again various all of their various abuses against uh, against women. Again, like I said, condemning the fact that they crucified somebody in Mecca, um, criticizing uh, their policies with uh, travel and with everything like that. Uh, they have been firing back and again continuing to like everyone's like dredging up every last dirty statistic you could find on murder rates on like say the the murdered and indigenous women inquiries on all of this stuff here. Um, now, what's been suspiciously absent is the support of our allies. So uh, the United States have kind of did some sort of a half assed. We are considering some sort of. Uh, you know, it's like we absolutely support human rights throughout the world and we'll continue to um, discuss our opinions on certain countries in our annual report. Uh, Britain had, again, made some sort of vague lip service about how uh, human rights has always been an important bastion of democratic society and left it there, knowing no names. Only just this afternoon, the EU parliament formally stood up and said, we stand with Canada. Saudi Arabia is a bunch of dicks. Again, in slightly more democratic and diplomatic terms. Uh, but essentially, we've been kind of left as the only actual sane country in the West, singularly, who have actively been saying, no, we need to stop tolerating this bullshit. Now, one of the things I do recommend that everybody goes and takes a at least a read or a listen to, if you're a little bit more curious about sort of how it is that a country like Saudi Arabia... Uh, is able to control such an important chunk of, you know, oil. Um, go read up on uh, what's called the uh, Sykes-Picot Agreement. Uh, it was from the end of World War One, And it basically, with, again, at the risk of oversimplifying things a little bit, is basically the reason the entire Middle East is fucked. It wasn't the fault of any of the locals, we'll say, we'll say that much, um, because Sykes and Picot were British and French diplomats who were basically trying to figure out how to carve up the Ottoman Empire after World War I. Um, and they basically fucked over... Uh, actually, Lawrence of Arabia, the guys that they were fighting with in Lawrence of Arabia, that's another great start to the Sykes-Picot thing, if you've ever seen that movie. Um, 
but yeah, it's basically just the the look. We've tolerated this bullshit in that part of the world for basically a hundred years, uh, and we're sick of it. And again, nice to see some stones from the government. I, I'll, I've got to say. See, I'm just waiting for uh, for Canadian diplomat to come up and be like, you know what? Hey, Saudi Arabia, fuck you. In those actual words, just not we condemn. No. Saudi Arabia, fuck you. You specifically, le- whoever the fucking prince or leader, however uh, many hundreds seek are. something, something Saud. Yeah. Uh, fuck you in particular. <laughs> uh, anything that you are attached to in Canada is uh, gone now. We're dissolving it. Problem with that. Do you want to know who controls the Canadian wheat board? Who? Saudi Arabia. Yeah, they shouldn't. Yeah, so you can thank Harper for that one. Uh, so when Harper was still the prime minister and they privatized the Canadian Wheat Board, initially there were two companies that had the controlling interest. There was one, um, there was a Canadian company that uh, there was a Saudi Arabia stake in. And then the second company was the Saudi Arabian Wheat Food so, go-getter company. I can't remember so the what happens if Canada goes, hey, Saudi Arabia, uh, we're taking the assets from the Canadian Wheat Board and we're giving them to this other company? I think that's a declaration of war. Um, <laughs> I'm good with that. Fuck Saudi Arabia. Yeah, what are they going to do? Take their fucking ocean liners? I mean, they don't have a navy, so there is uh, that. What are they going to do? Fly um, their planes? There is the problem, though, of cutting off all the oil. Uh, um, now we, we have, have a lot of we oil. We have some of our own. We absolutely do. And don't we have the wrong. states. Yeah, you say that, but again, right? Look about the look, states exports more Im- more oil than they produce. Yeah, but look at us right now with our relationship with the United States. If yeah. it were to come down to something like that with Saudi Arabia, do you really think they're going to go to bat for us? Probably. Right. And we also export more oil than we produce, don't we? Well, yeah, but we also don't refine any of it here. Okay. Well, then we just build some refineries. Yeah, see, see that, that's that, been a proposed thing for a while. Yeah, it, that's not as easy as it sounds. Unfortunately, not like Sim City, where you can just <laughs> you don't, select you don't just refinery fits off the area and go like, refinery I'm not, here. Yeah. I'm not saying that it would be easy. I'm saying that we wouldn't be that fucked. I mean, again, you we, say that we can exist without Saudi Arabia. <sighs> yes, and don't get me wrong. And that's the thing is right. The reason that so many people have tolerated it for so long is because of. Uh, OPEC and with Saudi Arabia being such a cheap source of cheap oil. For, and the thing is, right, oil, extracting oil from it, from what we have in Canada is far more expensive than it is to extract from Saudi Arabia. It just is. It's just the nature of the way the oil just sits. Means, it means we need to push up our uh, green energy goals. And and uh, absolutely is, right? Because that's the thing is, the, one of the other things with the reason that countries like Saudi Arabia are, are so resistant to any sort of green energy. And the reason we like it so much is because it will finally make it so we can stop having to suck up to them. Again, though, the United States makes a fuck ton of money exporting money into into Saudi Arabia, which is so twisted. But yeah, again, if you're curious about some backstory on that, definitely take a look. I'm going to be kind of keeping an eye on this because this could get very interesting very quickly. Um, but uh, yeah, that's, that's basically, those were my two big things there. I, I originally had a more, I was going to have a more prepped yeah. Yeah, that's all right. Again, this was sort of last minute. Yeah. yeah. Um Well, why don't we read our email and then we can wrap up for the night. Do I get yep. an email? We have we, one we email. Have, we hey! have an email. Thank you. Please send more. I love reading these. Do, 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 do. 
Do you have the email up? I have it, I have it up. Am I reading it? Yes. Go for oh. it. You're, you're the one who brought it up. Oh, shut up. <laughs> so this email is uh, uh, titled Furry Cons. Uh, hello, Unfurled. Hello. Hello. Hi. Just recently, I went to my first furry convention. It was probably the best time I've ever had in my life. So I thought of a question. How did y'all's first ever furry con go? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Which one? Yeah. I, my first. AC06. Yeah. My first was AC. Yeah. My first was AC06. Do you want to start with you or? Well, we went together. So yeah. it's kind of a joint experience. It was, it was a good time. There was some emotional moments during it, but. Was it, were these drunk emotional moments? No, actually, I didn't drink almost at all. Really? Yeah. So this one I feel a little bad for. So I guess I'll I'll take some onus on this one. So it was our very first con experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so by this point, Vox and I had been dating for about two years or so. Yeah, it was early in our, um, our dating time. And, and we met in a millennia part, ago. Yeah, and we met in part because we were furries time. and we 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 chatted and everything as well. So we went to um, ACO six. We finally scraped together pennies and such for airfare. Um, this was also back when the dollar was definitely not as, uh, it was not its strongest. It wasn't yeah. its weakest ever, but it certainly wasn't, actually probably around what it is now, now that I think about it. But, um, so we hopped on a plane and we hung out there. And while we definitely had like the whole whirlwind of, oh my God, I can finally buy all of the porn. Uh, and we did buy all of the porn. And this was back when this was all like, in anthologies and yeah, like a- FA wasn't really a FA thing wasn't a thing at, for us anyway. Um, VCL. Yeah. yeah it so it was v- VCL. Yeah, VCL for Planet. Uh, no. And you basically already had to know the artists you were looking for, unless you just were to randomly start clicking and on that, links. That other uh, Fertopia. I never went Fertopia. on Fertopia. Yeah, there's Fertopia and Fertopia. I was a DJ Taps. on Fertopia radio for a long time, actually. Wait, what? Yeah, for real. I'm in a wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we got kind of caught up in that, and I ended up being a bit of a jerk boyfriend, and I went and ran off to go and find all of my various friends that I was chatting with online all the time, and came back several hours later to find Vox crying on a couch. Yeah. Um, I had, uh, I didn't have any of those friends at AC. Yeah, I was just sort of by myself around thousands of people I didn't know, and anxiety definitely got the better of me. So yeah, I was I was actually I was a bit of a dick. So we had a good long. Oh, also the other thing about this too is while I was eighteen in Canada, um, in the United States, of course, the drinking age is twenty one. So I actually wasn't able to drink. Oh, that might have been why I wasn't that drinking. Was, that was part of it. I, I um, definitely broke the law. Yeah, I tried to happens. like unknowingly, and I went. I went to go order a drink, and they asked for ID, and I handed over without even a second thought. And then the guy just looked at me like, "What are you trying to pull?" And I was like, "What?" He's like, "Dude, you're 19." I was like, "I, yes." He's like, and he looked at me like I was stupid. I'm like, "Is?" And then I clicked. I was like, "Is that not? What's the drinking age in this state?" And he's like, "21." Right. So, and then I tried to say, "Well." I'm legal to drink in my country. Can't I just no? Yeah, that's not. Unfortunately, that's, that's not how that works. That's not how that works. Or there would be ID. so many drunk French yeah. kids over here. Handed me my <laughs> ID back and told me to get out. Uh, uh, anyway, but that's why we weren't drinking. So anyway, that was my. Uh, not that room parties were. Anyway, 
but the rest of the con was good. I it mean, was. But it was an overload. An absolute overload. Yeah. I uh, can't remember which one I went to. I think it was like 07. It was the first one I went to. Maybe it was 08. One of those. 08 was the one that we carpooled down for. Was it? Yeah. So. I think my first one was probably 07. Maybe it was. No, it wasn't in, It wasn't 06. I, I mean, th- I didn't know you then. Yeah. So. so it probably was 07 was my first. And uh, I remember. So we, we walked in and I remember I parked in the uh, there's the basement parking lot there. And you go up the elevator to get to the lobby on those side elevators there. And I walked in and the Let's first the person I hear and see is this sketchy cracked out looking dude <laughs> with like I think he had bunny ears he had it like an ears and ears and a tail I think it was bunny ears is this like skinny twinky crack dealing looking guy with like you know the like facial markings you get from doing crack yeah, you had like that shit going no, on. No, no, Tal. I am not familiar <laughs> with the facial markings that I get for doing crack. But people, people get like <laughs> they're they're like pimples, except not. Uh, but you get them from doing crack. Crimples. Kind of. I'm just gonna look up crack face and see what happens. Yeah. All right. I, I believe it's a, it's anyway, a thing. Yeah. That, thanks, Google. That's not what I wanted at all. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> <laughs> for for my listeners there, it's actually giving oh me a picture God. of faces that are covered in like <clears throat> CG cracks. Uh what happens if you look up meth face? It, I, anyway, I get what you're talking we, we about. I get what you're talking about. Sketchy guy looks like he deals and does drugs. Yeah, that shit. That is terrifying. Yeah. Don't do crack, kids. Yeah, it's it's kind of awful. Anyway, kind of had that going on, and he's talking. I remember he was talking on his phone, and the only thing I heard was him saying, "Man, I hope I'm in an orgy like every day." Yeah, and I was like, "You're like welcome yep. to furry convention." Yeah, I'm like welcome to Anthrocon. That was the first thing I saw and heard was that, and I will never forget it. No, that would be hard to forget yeah. as a first first impression. <laughs> yep. As I had uh, so we I mean we saw two Griffin live, which was Yeah, that was I mean, neat. This was back when he was relevant and funny. Yeah. Um uh, I mean I was also an edgy nineteen year old, so everyone's yeah. been through that phase. Yeah. <sighs> but um I don't know. I was up till three in the morning. I heard so- <laughs> It's funny, this is how I met Kamari, too, because, like, I heard, I was up in the zoo at three in the morning, and I heard someone t- mention Flamedramon dick, <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> and I went, and I, I got up, and I went, and I uh, walked over, and I just sat down at the table, and I was like, I heard Flamedramon dick, and they all kind of looked over at me, and then, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Oh, cool. And we just sat there talking for a while. Then I realized it was Kamari, and I'm like, oh, you're Kamari. I've commissioned you before. <laughs> like, yeah. I see that you uh, were working on your icebreaking skills early. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of my favorite icebreakers when I see somebody who's been featured in lots of porn on FA at a furry convention is I uh, just say, uh, oh, we've seen your cartoon penis on the internet. <laughs> That's a good one. I, I've done I just that- imagine you in the most sophisticated, like, I've- hello. I've seen your cartoon penis on the internet. I've done that to a few people. And I'll admit it's better than the I've jacked off to your picture before. Yeah. 
That's a little bit. Classier. That's a bit too personal. Yeah. yeah. No. It's, Granted, it's just, some artists love to hear that. Yeah, there are um, a couple. Uh, but no, I, like I've done it. Uh, who's the? I think the last one I did it because I haven't been to a convention in a long time. Uh, FC was the last one I was at. I'm pretty sure. Other than Furay, like Furay's. I mean, we've t- Furay's our hangout chill con. Yeah, we just sort of hang out and talk to each other. Um, but um, it's more like a staycation than a furry convention. Um, with booze. Yeah. A lot of booze. I mean, you can staycation with booze. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, the uh, no, the uh, last one I was at was FC. And I, who was it? Uh, Hassani. He was the guy I saw. I was just like, oh, I've seen your cartoon penis on the internet. And he kind of looked at me. He's like, yeah, a lot of people have. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that happens. <laughs> Um, I want to use that icebreaker on someone just to see their face now. It's usually at oh first confusion God. and then laughter. Uh, so we're also given a bonus question of, was your liver prepared for it? Well, as we explained, yeah. no. They wouldn't let us but have booze. Our liver was protected by an age barrier. Yeah. Well, at least in public spaces. Yeah. But um, that was also, that's also back when like you can bounce like rubber from most of that stuff. I drank a shitload at that convention. Yeah, I definitely did not. I mean, a lot of the conventions I went to, though, there was a lot of stuff for, like, uh, there was, I think this was a different one, because, like, I remember another one where I ended up at a room party, and then someone was getting sucked off on a chair in front of me. Yep. Uh, we'll dig that one out of the yeah, unfurled archives I, I, one of these days. Everyone was drunk off of Skittles vodka. Uh, there's coffee penis guy. That was <laughs> that's rap. another one we need to dig out of old unfurled. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that one, yeah that uh, what we need is guns. I need to I go and do more of those video. like audio clips. I still have the video wonderful. for that. The video? Yeah, yeah, there's video of it. Oh my god, that's so good. That was the same one where Kit Cheetah almost got you all killed, right? Uh, no, Kitchita almost got uh, Lucy killed at an Anthrocon. Right. Coffee Penis was Rainforest. Yeah. Uh, so this ends up, uh, uh, so Selen, who wrote this, says that his liver was not prepared for his convention. That's probably a good thing. And signs off with, with love, some weird circle. Yay, circles. Huzzah! Um, Wait. I'm pretty sure that Selen was the one who was saying as well that uh, he accidentally bought a fursuit. That that sounds like a difficult thing to accidentally. Yeah, that's a lot of money. How do you that, accidentally four grand? Alcohol and an open commissioner. Oh. oh yes, that'll do it. What? Alcohol and open commissions. Oh yeah. Right. I anyway. think it's time for me to go to bed because I work tomorrow. Yep. We would like to thank uh, Omari and Scream Fox for the logo and the music, respectively. Thank you to everyone who's listening. If you're watching in the chat right now, make sure you click that like and subscribe button and do the comment thing because it helps our numbers and bigger numbers means we grow quicker. Uh, if you, uh, uh, all, I guess another big thank you to all of our patrons. You help us out a lot. We're already looking at some gear to get. I'm planning some stuff out. Um, if you have any comments, <laughs> questions, criticisms, anything like that, be sure to drop us a line. You can email us at us at unfurled.net. That is us at unfurled.net. Or you can go to our website. That is, uh, as expected, unfurled.net, uh, where there's links to our Telegram chat, our uh, Patreon, YouTube, <laughs> Twitter, all of that. Kind all of our shit. communication vectors. Yep. 
as well as a contact form there if you don't like using standard email. And that's it. That's it. That's All right. it. All right. Well, goodbye, Internet. Goodbye. I tolerate you. Yeah. <laughs>